And I'm John. And you're listening to Parenthetical. So in this episode of Parenthetical, we're reviewing three movies by director Steven Shainberg, Secretary, Fur, and Rupture. Do you really want to be a secretary, Lady? Yes, I do. You scored higher than anyone I've ever interviewed. You're really overqualified for the job. You'd be bored to death. I want to be bored. I have a part-time paralegal. All I need is a typist who can get to work on time and answer the phone. I can do that. We only use typewriters here, not computers. That's fine. It's very dull work. I like dull work. Secretary is the story of a young woman recently released from a mental institution. Looking for independence, she becomes the secretary for a sadistic lawyer and discovers a new outlet for her masochistic inclinations. I liked this movie enough. So the movie starts out and Maggie Gyllenhaal is depressed and is in a rough spot in life. And James Spader is looking for a new secretary and she goes and... She's just released from an institution. Yes, and she goes and becomes his secretary. And lots of... They develop a relationship um, of sexual proportions. (laughs) (laughs) A sadomasochistic relationship. So I actually, I like this movie. You know, I knew it was going to be kind of a little dark, but I actually wished it was darker. Um, This movie is about... The sadomasochistic relationship, right? Yeah. It's about that. And first of all, I think it takes a little too long to get into that. It seems a little bit wary of getting to that point, you know? It takes a while to get into that, and when it actually gets there, it kind of is over a little quickly, I thought. It doesn't really explore as much as I thought it would, and it becomes... It's kind of more of a... It's kind of a typical sort of romantic comedy, I thought. With some dark undertones, right? But I just pretty standard romantic comedy. No, it's not very dark. But I didn't yeah. really want it to be dark. I th- I didn't want it to be dark. I did think it was going to be sexy, but I don't think it's that either. It's no. just weird. Yeah. And kind of light and a frothy. All these things, right? Yeah. And that's what I kind of thought. It it, it it covers a lot of different emotions, but not in a cohesive manner. It's... um. It's melodramatic sometimes, like just like going for straight up dramedy stuff, you know, slapstick at others, sometimes dark, sometimes trying to be erotic. It tries to do all of these things, but it doesn't do any of them fully, I thought. It kind of goes halfway on everything, and I thought it was kind of a wishy-washy because I of that. I thought tonally it was... I didn't like the tone. I thought, but it was a... A cohesive tone. It was one tone throughout the whole movie, even if you didn't like the tone. I don't think so. I think tonally it stayed the same. Maybe to its detriment because it never got any sexier or any darker, <laughs> any more dramatic. It was just kind of always... So it sort of just started out with being more sexy. At this kind of And it definitely note. should have been more sexy. I was kind of annoyed at that. Well, it's n- it wasn't really interested in that. After what watching it, it I, thought, I thought that's what it would be interested in. But what it's interested in, and this is a theme, I really, this is what I appreciated most about the movie, if, is there's a theme in it, 
I have not seen that often at all, which is kind of like love looks different to different people. She's a masochist. She self-harms. Um, and that's just who she is. She gets gratification from pain. Mm. Oh, and so she's able... It's not like she like she doesn't get turned into love with him. It's just they found each other. Yeah, exactly. It's a good match. Right. I see. And it doesn't make it like it's this dark, scary thing she's being pulled into. That's just what love is. That's the kind of love that mm-hmm. she needs. Yeah. But I... So I get Maggie's character. I get her character. I can't remember ever being quite so mystified by a character as I was by James Spader, though. I loved it, though. I don't understand him I really loved him. All. He's really odd, and his character is... I mean, he's strange, right? I can never, never predict what he's going to do, and I still couldn't up to the end of the movie. And that was actually an aspect of it I really liked, was that I couldn't predict what he was going to do. It wasn't frustrating to you at all? No. That you don't get him at all? Like, did you get a single... Did you... I never understood him even a tiny bit. No, I was and okay it- with it. I thought it was fun. <laughs> and it might have been how other people, you know, the public, I think, in the movie didn't understand him either. That's true. And so, you know, I think it was kind of neat that It was way. the perspective of people don't understand yeah. a relationship. And I guess I didn't understand it either, but that's okay is the point. Yeah. And, yeah, so, you know, the... The ideas here in this movie are, and this, you know, it's a, it's based on a story, and I think the story had the ideas for this movie, but it just wasn't funny enough. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't really dramatic. I thought, and the ending was really conventional. That's true. It was. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. You know, it wasn't spectacularly anything. Yeah. That's true. So do you want to go ahead and give it a rating? I'll give it because I do appreciate a movie that's weird without being try hard. I think a B. Yeah, uh, uh, me too. For exactly the same reasons. Yeah, it does. It doesn't weird, and it's not like it doesn't feel like it's trying to force it though. It just is. Yeah, so it's I just weird. That. Yeah. Hi. I'll do this up for you. Why did you want me to shave you? Hmm. What? Swim out for it. Swim out. Yes. Fur, an imaginary portrait of D.N. Arbus, is about the restless, wealthy housewife who experiences an emotional awakening when a sideshow freak becomes her upstairs neighbor and welcomes her into the world of those cast aside by society. So, ironically, Fur was about a frustrated woman, and it made me a very frustrated woman. Not in a sexy way, in a this movie is not delivering way. Yeah. It really irritated me because it had a lot of potential that was squandered enormously, in my opinion. Enormously. Like he bought the you know he bought the rights to this person's life. And so, you know, how many Did other he? Pe- I mean, yeah, you have to. But he if had to if have. you admit that it's made up, do you still have to? I think so. The well, point it, is, he used her name for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, like Secretary, this this movie is even more of where Secretary was going 
this movie actually did the annoying things where Secretary was still pretty dark and it was still kind of weird and it ended up being a romantic like drama, you know. This movie has all the setup to be dark and weird and everything, but it doesn't play with it like at all, where Secretary at least touches on it. This movie doesn't do it at all and it's just kind of a romantic drama film. I wanted to see... There's a really standard stuff. I wanted to see a movie about a woman's self-actualization. There's this woman, Deanne Arbus, who actually exists in the world and is a photographer that takes pictures of those that people find grotesque and and turns it into art. Turns grotesqueness into art. Finds beauty in what the world considers ugly. And I wanted to watch a movie about this bored, wealthy, privileged housewife discovering the beauty in ugliness because she's been surrounded by beauty all this time and she sees the ugliness in beauty and so that she and she then she can flip her perspective there's literally a motif i don't know if you notice this john there is actually a visual motif of her camera just sitting there at multi and i it's like it's reveling in the fact that it has nothing to do with photography yeah, There's this movie a- is like the the what you just said. Her, the theme of her body of work is much more interesting than anything that happens in this movie. Without seeing any of her picture or anything, just like what she did. And I think it's a shame if you take an artist and can't like, you know, do anything. You know, her body of work has delivered a like like interesting concepts on a silver platter to the director yeah. or it should have yeah and he like didn't use any of them no and then also didn't make this movie about anything really if you want to watch a movie about a woman developing her artistic eye and through that discovering herself this is not the movie for you if you want to watch a movie about a woman flirting with a dog man for an hour this is the movie for you yeah. The entire movie is just her flirting with a dog man. This is a love story disguised as something that should and have been way more interesting. And not an interesting love story. Yeah. It thinks that there's intrinsic interest because yeah. he's a dog man. So it doesn't try to make it actually interesting thematically or emotionally. Or dramatically. There's yeah. no, there's no, inter- the, the, you know, her, she, she lives with her husband and she kind of sneaks away during the night. But there's never real conflict that develops between them, I felt like. And... I actually wish we would have saw more of her husband um, and, and saw, like, what they did together and stuff. Because it's pretty cool, I think. But it kind of shirked to that, that stuff. I liked the, the opening. I liked seeing her. The opening stuff where she's with I her husband is, like, the, the best c- part, The commercial right? photography. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. That stuff's really good. That's what her husband and her do is commercial photography. And he's, like, a really successful one. Yeah. And she helps with the makeup. And all those parts are really interesting, right? Yes. Um, but when she's alone, like, I guess in those parts... There's conflict because she's with her husband, and that's where the conflict is. But but she always escapes and goes with Robert Downey Jr., who was the the dog man. And um, all those scenes are just them kind of reveling and and talking about their pasts. And the pasts are usually boring because it's not like you know it's not immediate conflict. I think a lot of the movie is just them like talking about their histories and stuff. And so only when it's with the immediate drama of her being with her husband and doing the commercial photography stuff is the part that I thought was the most interesting. I liked the first 30 minutes. There was also a really... I liked the whole first 30 minutes. Up until the dog man is revealed is good. And oh, then, yeah. It's really mysterious and, and yeah. pretty decent, right? And then post-dog man, it goes bad. That scene with the pipes where she's pulling the really fur out of the pipe. Really great scene. But 
then Dogman is revealed, and then Dogman is the rest of the movie, and it's not interesting at all. Yeah. Do you want to give this one a rating? I'll tell you right away. I I give it a C. I think it's an okay... It, it, the, the photography is good and it's competently made, I thought. It was just kind of boring. And I learned something about a person who I never knew about before. Even though it, it, it caused me to want to go up and learn about her on Wikipedia. But looking at a photograph maybe, by Dion Arbus would make you want to do that. Yeah. The movie didn't but, add anything. It, dist- it detracted. It so squandered this woman's interesting body of work and the themes in it that I'm going to give it a D for Dog Man. <laughs> Say yes if you suffer or have ever suffered from any of the following. Angina. No. Asthma. No. Bronchitis. No. Scarlet fever. No. Rheumatic fever. No. Kidney stones. No. Sinusitis. No. Emphysema. No. Anemia. Sometimes. Reproductive system issues. Good. Number of children. One. Desired number of children. None of your business. Reports suggested that you wanted more than one child. Reports you know that I'm divorced. Compulsive habits such as nail biting, restless pacing, finger drumming, cracking of knuckles. No. No? No. You don't drum your fingers sometimes. Oh, Christ. How long have you been watching me? Fear of darkness. No. Fear of sex. No. Fear of snakes. No. Fear of drowning. No. Fear of spiders. Fear of spiders. Right now, I'm afraid of everything, okay? In Rupture, a single mother is abducted by a shadowy group with a sinister goal and tries desperately to escape and return to her son. Rupture is a movie I thought I was going to really enjoy. It reminded me of... It's not like this director's other body of work where it's a... It's not really a love film. It's not a drama. And it's not really... It's not a movie that's trying to be... I, I could see his other movies like Secretary and for getting nominated for something or another, right? Oscars or maybe at some film festivals like Sundance or something like that. Not but the, Oscars, but, but some sort they of they have rewards, some kind right? of thematic. they're trying they're trying to yeah they're exploring something yeah. But this movie I was pretty excited about it because it's more like a um it just felt like a B movie to me, and I'm completely okay with that. You know, really it especially be. reminded me of Cube. And um, the guy's second movie, Cypher, especially Cypher. I really thought it was going to be a lot like Cypher. And if anybody should go watch Cypher, because it's a really cool movie. I thought it was going to be a little bit like Cypher, which is one of my favorite B movies. Um, and it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like everything else this guy's done, it kind of only goes halfway to doing anything. And it is wishy-washy. It's like everything else. It doesn't go. In, it never goes into full-blown camp. So it's just kind yeah. of mildly cheesy. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Um, it tries to be really cool, I think. There's some scenes where it tries to be really edgy and, and cool, but he just can't back it up, actually. She gets captured, and she gets put in this strange building. and It's like a hostel-esque building full of rooms where people are being, you know, medical, tortured, medical experimented on. on. Yeah. And I thought, can I say right there, I thought the whole movie was going to be a medical experiment movie. And I don't think I've ever seen that before, but I would really like that if like the whole hour, 30 minutes or two hours or whatever was just a long medical experiment. That would have been pretty exciting to me. 
What do you mean by just like you never leave the operating room? Yeah. And she's like, you know, like talking through the walls and stuff and trying to do that. But she ends up like getting away from it and kind of going around. And in the scenes that where she does that, it gets it is boring at that point. So a lot of the movie is her being on the operating room table and trying to get out of it and trying to understand what's going on around her and stuff based on the snippets of dialogue she's getting from the people who are coming in. But eventually she does escape. And these scenes only serve her to walk around and you know, visual exposition, basically. At that point, the movie gets a little boring, I thought. I can't actually believe for a movie that's about people being exposed to the most common phobias, like snake phobias, spider phobias, height phobias, that it's not ever even like a little scary. I yeah, am. So let's, well, let's back up a little bit because so the, the idea is. The people who are in this place, the experiments that are going on is um, they get like shock therapy of getting their worst fears released onto them. Immersion therapy or whatever it's called. Yeah. Where they're, yeah, so if you're afraid of heights, they drop you from a big height because what they're trying to accomplish is through people being very afraid. And I am wildly arachnophobic. I am very, yeah. very afraid of spiders and there's two scenes involving no escape from spiders, and neither of them are even a little bit scary. I can't finish watching Arachnophobia. Like, movies, movie spiders can definitely scare me, but this did not at all. And it wasn't, you know, the CG wasn't necessarily that bad. I think there were even some real spiders at some point, but the director just... Yeah, it just doesn't just, work. None of it was scary. Not, nothing in this whole movie was scary. So all it has to fall back to is the sci-fi element, right? Because I would call it like sci-fi And that horror. whole thing just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And and the thing is, in a lot of sci-fi movies, I think it's almost stock standard. You When you make a sci-fi film, you make it, um, or a sci-fi story at all, you take a moral, you want to say, and then you develop a universe or like sci-fi sort of gadget around that moral so that you can explore it really well yeah you know but i couldn't find one here. no there's not and i i'm kind of okay with it it's kind of cool <laughs> i'm not i don't like that the per the people or the beings or whatever that run this place where they're trying to rupture their captors they their mission is not there's no theme in it yeah. There's nothing to it. It's just pointless. Once it's revealed, you're like, okay, so I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they're doing, you know, Peter Stormare is one of the guys. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> but yeah, there's just I think no, he's underutilized, frankly. It just doesn't go anywhere, and there's no reason for the experiments they're doing. No. And um, I mean, there's something about, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah, you Something can skip about, ahead if you need to. It doesn't matter. No, they're trying to take over the world, I guess. Is that what cares? they're trying to do? I don't know. Who cares? No one cares because they don't. It doesn't matter. There's it doesn't, no drama. It here. doesn't matter at all. There's the no immediate drama. The only is, drama was in the medical room, and then they wrap all this other stuff around it, and they should just stuck. To the that. ending <laughs> is bewildering. I don't yeah. know what it is trying to tell me. <sighs> it doesn't make any sense. But did you have fun watching it? I mean, I did. It was, I, I was, yeah, I was entertained, I guess. Is it going to stick with me for very long? I don't think so. No. Um. So, uh, do you want to, I'll give it a rating. I would give it a C. C? Yeah. I, I have it written down. 
just because it was a huge letdown for me because of Cypher and stuff, I went ahead and gave it a D. Yikes. I don't think I'd watch it again. No. Well, no, no I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> like, I would avoid it if it was on TV or something. I would not like to sit around and watch it. No. Thanks for listening to Parenthetical. To wrap up, Secretary was our most well-reviewed. We both gave it a B. Fur disappointed me more than it did John, but he wasn't crazy about it either. I gave it a D, he gave it a C. And Rupture, we switched places. I thought it was worthy of a C. John gave it a D. Thanks again. We've got some movies to watch. Mm-hmm.